Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Your Tech Life is the name of the show. My name is Trevor Long. Um, great to have your company. You can get in touch anytime. Just go to the website, EFTM, everything for the man, EFTM.com.au, uh, or if you still remember, yourtechlife.com. Uh, send me an email, get in touch, doesn't matter what it's about, a problem, question, anything about technology. Um, I love taking your calls, love helping you out. If you've got a, a problem, I love trying to solve it for you. Um, can't always do it, but hey, it's always worth a try. And we've got a couple of uh, interesting conversations tonight about podcasting, uh, the Belkin Wemos, drones, and extended warranties. A very interesting issue. And I would, I would love to hear from you if you have had experience with extended warranties. And, and um, I'll call a mark later on. Um, his situation may just blow your mind. And uh, it's a very disappointing situation. I hope we can uh, solve it for him at the very least shed some light, um, um, but I'd, I'd like to understand a little bit more about extended warranties and how they've affected you. Lots to talk about this week also, pretty much all Apple related, if I'm honest. We've got the Flappy Bird issue, shall we say. Um, we've got uh, iTunes Radio, and we've got the Beatles 50th anniversary. Uh, some really cool stuff to talk about and, uh, and showcase if you're an Apple ecosystem user Otherwise, just look on and in awe, I guess. I don't know how you feel about it, but we have to talk about it because lots of people using those devices and some great content out there to hear and, and, and use. So it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. Uh, you can find out more about them and all their great products at garmin.com.au. Thank you for downloading a uh, fun little jingle. Now, have you been playing this game? Now, this this sound, if you've heard it uh, and you haven't played it, I'm about to explain what it is. And if you have played it, this sound may drive you to insanity. Oh, oh so I was getting a bit excited there. You heard four dings, four chimes. Those chimes were points. They were gates that I got my Flappy Bird through. Flappy Bird is a game that was released some time ago in the iTunes store and then more recently in Android. And uh, it's very simple. You start the game. There's a very small little bird, just ahead of a bird really. Um, Very poor, simple graphics. Looks really retro on the screen and when I tap the screen you hear that flapping that's the sound of me tapping the screen and that tapping keeps the bird in the air and that if it doesn't if you let go it falls to the ground if you hit an obstacle it makes that crashing sound and you're out and the idea is to get through as many obstacles as you can it is so challenging it is so much fun and it's really frustrating I just got three points my best is nine it's it's so frustrating. And I think if we've ever looked for the recipe, a recipe for, for gaming success, here's what I think it is. Simplicity. I'm pressing one time on the screen. That's all I've got to do is press the screen. Uh, uh, challenge. It's a real challenge. You know what? It's simp- it seems like a simple challenge. And complexity. Frustration. It's frustrating because it seems so simple, yet it's so very hard. 
And that's all, all, all I want to do is get through these little gates and it seems so easy, but it's not. And, and all I want to do is keep trying. I want to stop recording the podcast tonight and I just want to keep trying and get through more gates. There, I got through five. Oh, my Lord. Now, what happened was the game was released. Not many downloads happened, whatever. And then suddenly, um, oh, sorry about that. And then suddenly what happened was um, a lot of reviews started appearing in the iTunes store. Now, some would say that the developer has you know, set up a, an automated system of getting reviews for his game. And the more reviews they get, the higher it goes up the charts and more people download it, etc. It's exponential. And the word is, forgetting that, but the word is once it got successful in late December, early January, he started making a lot of money, $50,000 a day potentially, through the ads. It's a free app, but there's ads... And then you click on it, he makes money. And then, this is where it gets a bit, like, more than insane. This is where it gets crazy, right? He, he's he got this fantastic, fun little game. And uh, and it's really successful. Lots of people buying it, uh, sorry, downloading it and clicking on things. And then on the 9th of February, he gets on Twitter. His name's Dong Nguyen. Uh, his Twitter handle is D-O-N-G-A-T-O-R-Y. Dong Atori. And um, he gets on and he says, I'm sorry, Flappy Bird users. 22 hours from now, I will take Flappy, D- Flappy Bird down. I cannot take this anymore. It's nothing to do, it's nothing related to legal issues. I just cannot keep it anymore. I also don't sell Flappy Bird. Please don't ask. And I still make games. That's all he said. He said nothing since. And 22 hours later, as per his statement, disappeared. Gone. And so what that leaves us with is a situation where I downloaded it beforehand so I can still play it. If you don't have it, you can't get it. And that in itself makes it even more desirable, even more fascinating. So what is this about? Is this really about a young, or middle-aged, doesn't matter, uh, developer in Vietnam named Dong Nguyen who can't deal with success? Uh, doesn't morally feel it's comfortable with having success or money? Or is there, there's two other things. He he did get a legal threat and he took it down for that reason. Or it's a strategy and there's another game coming. Uh, if he releases another game, 99 cent game or better better in-app purchasing potential, he'll get lots of publicity. All the big websites will report it, all of them. So they, I have this gut feeling that's what's happening. I just don't think that someone has a moral problem with success, but I could be wrong. But until then, I would love to hear what you think. Are you as challenged as I am by this damn game? Flappy Bird. All you got to do is tap the screen to keep the bird in the air, flap higher to oh, four gates. And it's so frustrating. Flappy Bird. It doesn't exist anymore. And here's the crazy part. People were selling iPhones with Flappy Bird installed on eBay. One of them got to $90,000 bidding, which was clearly some form of problem, deception, fake account, and and eBay shut it down. But that's how crazy people are, trying to buy phones with Flappy Bird installed because you can't download it anymore. The world's gone mad. But it's a funny story. Uh, check it out. Uh, the links to some of the stuff is on eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. My name is Trevor Long. You're listening to Your Tech Life. You can download each and every week through iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever the heck you want to be. But importantly, you can get in touch on the website eftm.com.au or you can call 1-800-157-157. Uh, let's go back to the phones. G'day, Mark. Hey, Trevor. How are you going? What's, what's doing, mate? Uh, I've just got an issue with uh, Samsung TV. I purchased at JB Hi-Fi. Mm. It's also the main issue I've got is actually with the extended warranty that uh, I purchased for $400 with the TV. Right. It's funny, you know, the so, extended but- warranty question because I um, we just moved house and uh, and I was looking through a box of, you know, you, I don't know if you've got a box of all the manuals and different stuff you collect when you buy new things and I realised the dishwasher I bought at the old house is still under extended warranty and I, I have no idea whether that passes over to the other owner or any of that kind of stuff. It's kind of a grey area that you get kind of sold up to, isn't it, at the checkout? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, How long ago was, the, was this purchase, mate? It's a Samsung 58-inch plasma I bought 
12 hours, would you believe, before the new consumer laws came in. So I bought on the 31st of December 2010 mm. for $2,050 plus an additional $400 for JB Hi-Fi's extended care plan. Mm. At, uh, so a total of five-year warranty I should have on this TV. Right, yep. So here we are... Uh, Three years into it, actually first reported, uh, the issue I have is with, uh, on a white screen, which is very evident now, we're watching a lot of the Winter Olympics, <laughs> it's these uh, purple banding, it's, I call it, purple banding across the screen, and uh, only really on white is it, is it really noticeable, yeah, right. but uh, obviously very noticeable at the moment in Channel 10, the Winter Olympics, and also has this intermittent buzz, which is uh, also there, and I first reported that February last year, 2013, right. to these extended care people. But they told me that they'll send someone to come and pick up my TV for about two to three weeks to look at it. And I said, we're well, not doing that. It's mounted on the wall. It's the only TV in the house. And I've got two young kids, and we won't be able to live without it for two weeks. So I'll mm. put up with the defect. I said, don't worry about it. I'll put up with it until it gets worse. So January this year... Because you're covered I'll by five years up. of warranty. So you thought to yourself... Covered. That's it's right. It's not that bad. Five years warranty... It's not that bad. I'll wait till I've got a second TV where I can do without this for two weeks. So come January this year, the fault's more and more evident. And I actually rang Samsung to lodge the fault to get someone to come out and just confirm the fault and tell Mm. me if it can be fixed in the house. So a week later, two Samsung technicians came out and they were at my house for about three and a half minutes I kid you not, they had a look at the telly and said, yep, they're all, this model, they've all got the fault, there's no fix for it. And Fair then, uh, <laughs> Yep, they're all, this, it's a yeah, 58-inch plasma, they've all got this fault and there's no fix for it. They've tried fixes over the last two years and it comes back again. So they said, you can expect to hear from Samsung, they'll give you a, a, month, month, a, a replacement or a refund. All right. So then they'll get called by Samsung and told, they're going to give me a depreciated refund of eight hundred and twenty dollars. Which, which. So what? What they're saying is that over the course of the couple of years, the TV is now only worth eight hundred and something dollars. So they'll give you eight hundred and something dollars, which is your yeah. compensation for the problem to go and buy yourself a new TV with. That's right. And in, and they kindly offered that uh, they could provide me with a discounted uh, TV, whatever they had in stock. And oh. I found out today their discounts on their recommended retail price, or 30% on the recommended retail price, which you and I can get going down to the local Bing Lee anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had nothing in stock. And the cheapest thing I could get to replace 58-inch plasma was going to cost me out-of-pocket $1,500, which is still not acceptable. That's after the $800 little rebate. After the 800 and after their 30% refund. Yeah, right. So back to JB Hi-Fi Extra Care. It's insured. It's, it's got a warranty, sorry. It's got That's a warranty for five yeah. years. So I thought, all right, let's get it fixed or replaced. So I ring JB Hi-Fi. They deal with a company called Lumley. They, they out, uh, outsource their insurance uh, warranty. And uh, Lumley, as soon as I told them the model number, said, oh, yeah, we've got a flag here, that model number. All dealings have to go through Samsung. <laughs> I said, well, I've already dealt with Samsung. They've uh, told me it's not repairable. Um, so here's the reference number. You give Samsung a call and let me know. Uh, what the next step is. So Lumley call me back and tell me uh, the resolution is that that um, they're, they're basically passing the buck to Samsung. They've got nothing to do with it anymore. Samsung are going to... Whatever Samsung's resolution is is what stands. So they're not actually providing me with a warranty at so, all. So basically, if you hadn't... This is, this is where it gets interesting. If you had not have taken out the extended warranty, you would be in the exact same situation... Absolutely. Absolutely. That's amazing. That's what I've, today I've been pleading, I've rung JB Hi-Fi in Melbourne, because I'm trying to find out who actually my contract of warranty is with, extended warranty, is it Lumley or JB? Mm. And JB, I've been on the phone seriously four or five times today, JB Hi-Fi in Melbourne tell me Lumley is who you've got your contract with. Lumley tell me that the contract with JB, they are just administrating the warranty for on behalf of JB Hi-Fi. Mm. So uh, we're still trying to find out exactly who this contract of warranty is with. But uh, you're right, Trevor. If I had no extended warranty at all, I would still be getting the $820 from Samsung full stop. You so have an I extra paid $400 $400 for the privilege of... Uh, nothing. Of nothing, yeah. So it's, uh, my 
the thing I really want to get out there is these extended warranties aren't really worth the paper they're uh, written on, especially with the new consumer laws being quite black and white. And Samsung, in their correspondence to me, actually said, as you bought it before the new consumer laws come in, this is the amount of money we are going to offer you. Well, And when you say the new consumer laws, are they the ones that basically say, come on, if it's broken, you've got to fix it, kind of, you know, make it really simple for the consumer? Is that the... Is that the... Hey, yeah, that's right. I, previous to that, it was still covered by the Trade Practices Act 1974, yeah. but... Um, it's a little bit greyer in uh, as far as you pay top dollar for something. It's supposed to last more than twelve months, basically. Yeah. And, and I, this is this is the point around, and I've talked about this a lot. Statutory warranty, you know, it yep, happens a lot with phones. And you know, I say to myself, okay, so this is a three-year, one-month-old TV, essentially. Um, yep. You know, should it still be performing as it as it was intended to do? Yes. Could the picture have degraded over that time? Yes. Um, would that involve purple streaks across the screen? Probably no. So there's a statutory warranty kind of thing going on there as well. Um, you know what? Let me just ask you this about the extended warranty and the people you've spoken to, because you've obviously, mate, you've, you've obviously yeah. held yourself composed. Because I would have gone off my nut to them by now. Yeah. Um, have they have they mentioned at any point, or, or Lumley or JB, how or not that defect would have been dealt with under the the warranty that you have? Should it have been repairable? Because if if Samsung were repairing those def- defects, like other defects, if if Samsung's yet it's 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 repairable, is this the kind of thing they would have repaired, or is this out outside the bounds of your warranty? Well, looking on the internet at uh, Whirlpool forums and various other places that uh, have a lot of these uh, TV faults uh, documented, it seems. In the first couple of years, they were coming out and doing a repair, which involved adjusting a voltage regulator inside the TV. But within months, two or three months, the defect reoccurs. Right. So originally, they were doing a repair, but everyone seems to say the defect reoccurs, and that's mm. when they most people got back a lot more money than I did. Uh, from them because the depreciation is greater yeah. as but time goes. No on. one's made a claim under an extended warranty, and I've just got the JB brochure in front of me telling me how my JB Hi-Fi extended care is more than a warranty. It gives you a whole lot more than ordinary extended warranty. Provides you with peace of mind, covering a wide range of circumstances. It's got a no lemon guarantee, repair or replace, fair wear and tear will be covered as well. Yeah. All this sort of stuff. So, you know, what's interesting to me here is that, um, you know, there's three companies involved, uh, Samsung, JB and Lumley. You know, you you can't really begrudge Samsung here because I guess they've done the, the basics that's, of what they would offer. I mean, they've, gone, yeah. they've gone above and beyond as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Like, But the, the fact that the insurance company, the warranty company, Lumley, don't want to pay up just the difference even. You know, they're not up for the full price. They could take Samsung's money and cover yeah, the difference. Yeah, yeah. All you want is a TV. Frankly, you're not you're not here you're trying to I earn wanna, money. Yeah. All I want is a 58 inch TV to replace the one that I've got mounted on my wall in my <laughs> main room in the house. Without having to put new mounts up and different things. Yeah, probably um, a Samsung because the mounts are beautiful. <laughs> and yeah. I've got other now. I have another Samsung TV in the house, and they're great TVs. They yeah. are, but. Um, well, I'm glad I'm glad that you've had a good experience with Samsung customer service because they'd be they'd be annoyed to hear otherwise. Um, yeah. The, my here's my problem. Um, I get on great with Samsung, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Samsung straight away about it. Um, JB Hi-Fi are like a a, a myth to me. I, I I've never really heard from them. I have no contact with them. There, you know, they're just this this retail giant that just plugs away because they really don't need the media in a sense they they don't need to plug deals and specials and things because they do such a great job on their own so what i'm going to do is two things i'm going to reach out to samsung and say can you help me understand whether there's anything else we can do um also can you help me get in touch with jb hi-fi and then i'm just going to chip away at both the insurer and the retailer and just i don't know see what i can find out and see whether we can um, get an explanation because in the end i think you've kind of resolved to the fact that you know where you stand now. Um, you, you've you've got dudded on the insurance in your in your view. Yeah, well, the uh, last correspondence I had with JB Hi-Fi, I've said I also want a refund of my three hundred ninety nine dollar extended warranty yeah, because it's completely it fraudulent. It was of it absolutely no use. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, look, it's it's Tuesday now. Um, let's give it the to the end of the week to to discuss with these individuals. And um, while I love my little podcast, and I think it's fun to do, and you know I get great support from companies like Samsung and Apple and others, 
in, in getting things done. Um, I think if we were to have this conversation on, on Radio 2 UE on the weekend, it might be a little bit different for the companies involved. So let, let's see if we can resolve it for you and them by the weekend. Thanks, Trevor. All right, mate. We'll stay there. I'll, I'll get your details and we'll, we'll talk soon, sure. all right? Thanks all for getting right. in touch, bud. All right. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. And it is all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Your Tech Life is the name of the show. My name's Trevor Long. Garmin.com.au, the website to go to. This is a really interesting new product they've got uh, called the Vivo Fit, V-I-V-O Fit. Um, and, and it's as simple as saying hello to a fitness band that knows your potential. So no matter what you live for, make every step count with Vivo Fit, the fitness band that moves at the pace of your life. Uh, see the change that you wish to be. One look at the easy-to-read display, and you'll know how many steps you've taken, uh, the distance traveled, the calories burned, and the time of the day. A really simple-to-use uh, little device that sits on your wrist. Uh, personalized daily goals. So the, the Vivo Fit actually learns your current activity level and assigns you an attainable daily goal. Uh, as you meet the milestones, Vivo Fit will adjust your goal for the next day, gradually nudging you towards a healthier lifestyle. And at Garmin Connect, you can even earn virtual badges and, and view your progress daily, weekly, or monthly basis. So all your data is there at a glance. Uh, with the touch of a button, you can wirelessly sync with Garmin Connect. Uh, the online fitness community that Garmin have. So it's a fantastic little product, uh, all about keeping you moving and doing more than just setting a single goal and, and having tracking against it. This is working with you to keep pushing you and keep helping helping you work towards uh, the fitness that you want to have. And it's a great little product available in a range of colors. Fancy little thing. Check it out at garmin.com.au. <laughs> And thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Your Tech Life. If you're listening on the Omni app, I'd love to hear and love to have you send an email. Say good day. Just open up your website and go to eftm.com.au and send me an email. Very, very easy to do. Uh, or you can pick up the phone, call 1-800-157-157. And uh, uh, to the caller whose name I didn't catch, I'm honest, if I'm honest, um, who did leave a message earlier this week, um, I am working always hard on keeping levels in control and, and, and um, quality here. If there's anything I can do, always reach out and let me know because sometimes I guess I'm hearing it live as I record it. Um, I'm happy to try and improve things for you, the listener. So uh, always let me know. Love to hear how you're listening, uh, why you're listening, and uh, anything about your listening habits or your technology life. Just get in touch. Just go to the website, uh, eftm.com.au. Now, Apple, uh, it's Tuesday uh, as I record, and uh, 12, 15 hours ago at 5.30 a.m., uh, on Tuesday, a press release went out announcing that iTunes Radio would be available in Australia immediately. And it was. I opened up my iPhone and bingo, there it was. It was very easy to do. So what happens is now, if you're in Australia, you've got an, an iTunes account in Australia uh, and you have an iPhone with iOS 7. Or you have an Apple TV or iTunes or an iPad with iOS 7. When you open up the music app, you now get a little radio button. It'll kind of magically appear as you first open it uh when you open up that radio button i'll do it here on mine while, while i speak you, you click music and you get radio on the on the bottom left hand side and then you have a set of featured stations now this is all about streaming music as opposed to buying music and it's all free now it's ad supported so you'll see ads for harvey norman american express different companies and they kind of visual and audio ads but they're not kind of tv ads if you know what i mean um, now, if you have iTunes Match, which is that's the thing we talked about on 2UE a couple of weeks ago, if you have iTunes Match, which is $35 a year and allows you to kind of upload all your library to the cloud, it's well worth having now because you get no ads in iTunes Radio. Now, they have a set of featured stations, Hot Today, Hot Alternative, iTunes Hits, First Play, Love Songs, uh, iTunes Weekly, uh, Guest Hosts, uh, 1984, Discover New Artists, Workout Unwind, Classical Showcase, In Excess, Spin the Globe, and Twitter Music Australia, plus The Beatles Radio. Those are the featured stations which are curated by the people here at Apple Australia. So there's actually a team of, of music geniuses here at Apple Australia in their headquarters that know Australian music, that know what's hot in Australia, and they've created these stations. 
And the featured stations are a, a curated mix that allows you to skip forward, not skip back. Um, it also allows you to mark things as favorite and wish list so you can buy them. But it doesn't allow you to kind of customize the listening. It doesn't allow you to say, I like more of this or less of this. Then you can create your own stations. And they're pretty cool. So obviously I'm boring and I created straight up John Farnham Radio. So I chose John Farnham. Now I'm going to do right here while I've got it running here. I've got John Farnham Radio here on my um, on my phone. And it's the first song that's loaded up here is is Paul Young. Uh, I don't know who he is. Apparently, you know, this is a good song and it relates to kind of John Farnham. If, it, if you like John Farnham, you should like this. Now I can press this little star and say never play this song. Just don't. The next song it's suggesting is Joshua Caddison. Now we know this song, don't we? You're my peace of mind. Very good. Now that's uh, that, that's up there. I'd, I'd listen to that. Now I'm skipping forward. I can only skip forward six times. Uh, absent friends. Let's skip forward again. Phil Collins. That's pretty pretty similar to Farnham in terms of music taste. Um, Robbie Williams. Again, pretty good. Now I've still got the skip forward button, so I haven't skipped six times. Uh, Brian Cad, I'm going to say no, never play that. And then it's back to Joshua Caddison, amazingly. Uh, so I can then say play more like this, add it to my wish list, and, and off we go. So it's all about creating a radio station that learns. So the more you listen, the more you say no to this, yes to that, it learns what you like. And you, you can access 37 million songs. That's pretty amazing. Spotify, audio, those kind of services only have 20 million. Now, they also have the ability for you to search for a song and play it. This doesn't have that. You can't just search for a song and play it. You can only create a radio station based around an artist or a song or a theme. Well worth checking out, though. Free to use, um, ad-supported, no ads if you've got iTunes Match. Well worth checking out. Um, Beatles Radio, for example, um, isn't just Beatles songs. It's a lot of um, kind of covers uh, and different things um, kind of related to Beatles era. Um, but... There's still Beatles in there. Here's the Beatles with I Want to Tell You um, off the Revolver album. Um, Wake Up Little Susie here, Everly Brothers. Now that's Beatles era. Yeah. So if you like the Beatles and you listen to Beatles radio, this is pretty relevant, I think. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. See, I'm tragic. Oh, I love this kind of music. Fantastic. I'm going to have a good listen. Paul McCartney, uh, Wings, a lot of that kind of stuff in there. Fantastic little service. I don't know how it impacts. I don't know whether Australians are really looking for that yet, but we'll have to see. And, and I guess in a, in a little while, maybe we'll get some um, some kind of uh, stats around it, but we never, never know. But Apple's a bit like that. But interesting to check out. If you've got uh, an iPhone, iPad running iOS 7, or you've got iTunes or Apple TV, have a look. And listen to iTunes Radio. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Your Tech Life. EFTM.com.au, the website. Or you can call 1-800-157-157. Uh, send me an email from the website. Uh, get in touch. Say good day. Anything about technology, questions, problems, solutions you need to offer, or um, things that concern you about technology. I don't mind. Let's have a chat. Anything in your life about technology. G'day, Matt. Hey, Trevor. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Okay, first things first. Um, <laughs> Wemo. I've just outfitted the house with Wemo switches. All right. Because, um, so, so Wemo uh, light switches or Wemo the little uh, PowerPoint switches? Both, actually. Right, yeah. Good, good. How, how many is awesome. outfitting the house? What does that mean? How many is that? Uh, I've got about nine. <laughs> I've got one, two, three, yeah. four. Jeez, I don't have that many, mate. You're on fire. <laughs> Yeah, so I went ballistic around Christmas time, and everything's been working fantastic, mm -hmm. except ever since I've downloaded the new firmware, um, the Wi-Fi isn't working properly on it. Uh, just the, the screen just grays out and says, device not detected. But if I switch my phone over to uh, 4G, it's not a problem. Everything works. So I don't so, really so don't know. So if you're on 4G... If you're on 4G, yeah. it works. If you're on your home yeah. Wi-Fi, it doesn't? It doesn't work. No, it's not working. And um, it's really weird because, uh, I mean, I, I know you never stop raving about it. <laughs> and uh, it's <laughs> you're costing me a lot of money, Trevor. I've got to say that too. <laughs> and um, 
yeah, it's it's really weird. I've done a bit of research, and I, mm. I don't think I'm the only one. I don't know oh, yeah. if it's a Wemo problem, but a lot of people have been getting the same uh, problems that that it's the since the last firmware update. It's not working properly. That they're not just picking up all the. It's not picking up the switches. So I find it. So I, um, what... I find it sometimes intermittent. I'll be honest. Um, so, for example, tonight, as, as stupid and weird as this sounds, um, uh, I've put a story on the website about Apple TV having a Beatles channel, and I, need, I needed to take photos of that. And I've got a light in my <laughs> office, which I don't have a switch for other than the Wemo. So. I um I had to turn it off because it was it was reflecting on the TV and what I had to do and it's also motion censored in the office so I had yeah. to turn it off and then stay really still and I noticed when I went into Wemo a couple of the kids bedrooms upstairs were grayed out not detected um I've just yeah. launched it right now and they're back now I've I've had that where I just got to pull down to refresh I've I've also had it where they've all completely disappeared. Um, and I, mm. it was unfortunate for the people at Belkin that when we had coffee recently, I had coffee with some people from Belkin, the same thing was occurring and, and we had to talk about it and, and they were going to look into it. But in the end, I got home and I refreshed heavily while on the Wi-Fi network. Now, a couple of things I've noticed is when uh, I've got two Wi-Fi networks at home, like a normal one and a 5G one, so the, the dual band, um, I've, yeah. noticed, I've noticed that it's best that I'm on the same exact network as the switches. Um, that, yep. that gives me the best performance. Um, I've also yep. noticed that I've had to, you know, do the kind of multiple refresh and then it gives you a kind of a pop-up message and that often, you know, gives it a kick up the bum. And the last thing that I've had to do, and this is over the course of a couple of months, the last thing I've had to do if I've kind of encountered a problem and been too impatient to wait it out, let's be clear, um, <laughs> is I've, and, and this actually wasn't related to the switches appearing. It was about my, if this, then that connection, the, the if connection that I've got, um, which we can talk about another day, uh, it um, it required me to uninstall the app and then reinstall the app. Um, have you tried okay, that, by the yeah. way? I have. I've tried Nothing. everything. I've tried everything. And, mm. um, yeah, I look, I don't know if this is a problem, but um, we are sort of running out of bandwidth quite quickly this month. Bandwidth as in your internet of, bandwidth, right? Yes. And, uh-huh. um, yes. Downloading, you know, um, things off iTunes. Purchasing legally a lot of lot of content, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. Breaking Bad. Oh, I'm addicted. But anyway, what, what, what are you, my clone? That's exactly what happened yeah, to me. I, I think I am actually, Trevor. That's a bit of a worry. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, um, oh. I don't know if it's because we're coming the end of our. Like, I doubt it. Um, I can't imagine. Bandwidth. I can't imagine that's no, a problem. No, well, that's at first what I thought, but then I thought, no, it couldn't have been that. So, because um, at worst, what are you getting, slowed down to 256? I mean, it's still data getting in and out, and the and the amount of data right. required is, is packets, not, not megabytes. So I doubt mm. it. Look, I, I've got to be honest, um, I think it's worth following up with Belkin. So if you don't mind, I, I've got your details. I'll de- I think I should pass them on to Belkin and say, here's a bloke that's that invested, good, yeah. invested heavily <laughs> More than me, yeah, uh, yeah. although Brendan, yes, the um, the the boss of Belkin here, um, he when he showed me his phone, he's got I don't know that have to be twenty odd or more. Uh, it's a ridiculous number yeah. in his phone. So you know, you've been gazumped by him, but you, you're the you're yeah. the most prolific user I know. And my problem was I'm, I've got a two story house and I couldn't put them downstairs because there was no neutral cable. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you've been able to put them in every what? room, have you? Well, we we're, we're, we're like, well, pretty much every room. Like we can't do the uh, the kitchen. And living room because uh, also the kitchen and dining room because they're all on the one switch. Right. But like my daughter's room, my computer room, bedroom, plus a few lamps around the place, the balconies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I'm interested interested to know myself. So um, let's connect you yeah. with with Belkin, and uh, and then you because... you can report back faithfully to me and and everyone else. Uh, next week, what they do and how yep. how it might get it get fixed. All right, that'd be good. I mean, I, I think I think worst case and scenario. And with my wife's phone as well. Yeah, right. And well, our if, iPads. If it's happening on yeah, all the devices, then what you've done is yeah. narrowed down that it's actually in the house. Yeah. My yeah. my worst fear for yeah. you is that that you need to reset them all and reconnect them. Okay. So, yeah. and which you know, <laughs> you know, what's that going to take? An hour, take an hour of your life on yeah. the weekend. 
Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Uh, so let, let, let me connect you there and, and see what we can do, all right? All right, no problem. And also, mm-hmm. I'm... I'm really, really thinking seriously about buying a new toy. Um, I really, really want... It better not be something uh, I don't have. It better not be something I don't (laughs) have. I want a Vision, uh, Phantom Vision drone. Oh, that is something I do not have. Yeah. (laughs) What are they worth here? Because they're like $1,500. About $1,500, yeah. Yeah, that's... It's my... Guilty pleasure. I love. Um, I've always dreamed of having a. Um, ever since I was a young kid, something I could fly in the air and have uh, a camera strapped to it. I thought it'd be awesome. So you foresaw the drone. Always scared. Yeah, always scared of crashing it. So that's why I never bought one because I'd mm. be too, you know, too scared. But now that the Vision Two, the, uh, the Phantom Vision Two has GPS built into it, and pretty much the satellites can control it and keep it hovering in the air for you. Mm. Um, that, and if it loses um, signal with your controller, it will come back to you and land itself. I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds quite tempting. I just wanted to know, do you have, have you had any experience with them when you were over at CES? Or? Oh, look, I, I saw, I had a good look at the Phantoms at CES because um, I was kind of thinking about it through my, my day job head, uh, thinking about the, the use of them in the media. Uh, they are mm. gorgeous. Um, there's a bloke on Twitter, I don't know if you follow him, called Malk, uh, Steve Malk, um, who writes uh-huh. about TV and things. I'm pretty sure he just bought one. Uh, he might cool. be a good bloke to actually ask the question of as well. Um, I would I would only caution you by saying you can still crash anything, right? Nothing is crash-proof. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> of course. But it does look very durable. Um, like It's not like an AR drone where it's got a foam base around it. I mean, it looks pretty durable. Uh, the camera's built in. The camera twists and turns. Mm. Um, you know, it's a beautiful device, $1,500. I mean... Do you actually have a purpose for it, or you just want it as a toy? Well, I just want it just a new toy, to Fair be enough. honest. I, um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, uh, I've been, I was thinking of either getting, so I have got a GoPro camera, yeah. and I was thinking about buying the one that you just put the GoPro on, but yep. then I thought that's a battery I've got to charge, and... Yeah, you know, I mean, you're gonna, you're probably going to get better vision from the GoPro. You're also getting more options uh, with the GoPro, yeah. you know, potentially outside of the drone. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, you're right, it is an extra hassle. Like if you if you want to go and launch, you've got to make sure that all of those yeah. things are done. You're right. So, yeah, yeah you're probably better That's off right. with, with the Vision. Yeah, and I think, I think yeah, one battery operates everything. Yep. And you can, what I like about the Vision 2, you can connect your, your smartphone. As a viewfinder. You can, yeah, exactly. And I just thought that's amazing. And it's Where do you really get them in good. Australia? Uh, there is a place in um, in Linfield. I think it's called Camzilla. In um, they do have them in stock. Wow. Um, they just got a shipment in. So you're think, so, yeah. you're buying on this weekend. Seriously. You've checked stock. Yeah. That means you're so about to buy. <laughs> I've emailed. I've checked stock. I've, yeah. Mm, so <laughs> I really, yeah, just wanted to know if you had an opinion on them. No, nah, uh, look, I mean, I, I haven't used one. They're definitely the, the so you've got your AR drone, which is a pure toy, um, serves very little yeah. purpose. Then you've got your super yeah. commercial that, you know, octocopter style, the, you know, I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes on the weekend, but they had one out beautifully doing some stuff over over some huge canyon some idiot was walking across, um, and it was just beautiful vision. <laughs> These things, the, the the phantoms are kind of that mid range, uh, prosumer, definitely worth worth the investment if you can somehow justify it to yourself, let alone your wife. Yeah, well, you only live once, don't you? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much how uh, I've been uh, I've been working over the last few months. But then I realised uh, you also only have one bank balance, so there is. Yeah, that that's issue. right. That's uh, right. Well, the amount of money you've cost me um, in the, the past year, Trevor. All right, um, fair enough. Well, look, yeah. l- let me just be very clear. I want to use your drone. I don't want to have to buy my own, so we'll organise okay, that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. When I get it, I'll post pics on Instagram and I'll tag you in them. How's that? All right, buddy, and then I'll come and have a look myself. <laughs> Not a problem. Any time. All right, mate. Uh, look forward to hearing how you go, right. and I will put you in touch with Belkin this week. Great. Thank you very much, Trevor. No worries. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au.
So I mentioned iTunes Radio earlier launching today. Another thing that subtly launched today uh, is The Beatles on Apple TV. This is pretty cool. Uh, so if you've got an Apple TV, and this is probably one of the unsung heroes of the Apple lineup. It's $109, uh, just a fantastic little box that brings you so much content. And I've got one here in the in the studio with me. Um and uh, not only will you now have iTunes Radio, and they synchronize, so if you've got a playlist on your phone, it shows up there. But on the second line of icons, and Apple TV users will know what I mean, uh, there's now one that's a black and white picture of the Fab Four, uh, the Beatles. Uh, there's Paul, George, John, and Ringo uh, at the Ed Sullivan Show, a black and white photo. And when you click on it, you get a Beatles channel. Now, it is. it says the 50th, it says 50 Beatles, and it says... Uh, the Beatles' three consecutive appearances on the Ed Sullivan Show in February 1964 brought Beatlemania into living rooms across America. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of their arrival in the States with the Beatles' US albums available digitally for the first time. Plus, for a limited time, watch the group's historic debut performance at the Ed Sullivan Show. So this is obviously not going to be here forever, and there's a simple play button there. And when you press play, um, you, you get a 15-minute video um, which you can probably hear happening in the background now for me, which is um, the Ed Sullivan Show. It's uh, it, it's it's brilliant. It's the whole. It's actually not bad quality either. Um, I'll just pause that because it's um, it's very cool to watch. And they play. I think it's five songs. Uh, great songs, bopping along. Crowd goes crazy. All that kind of stuff. And then there's these um, you know US albums. Now um, I didn't even realise they had specific. US albums, but apparently they did. Uh, so those are now available to uh, listen to, buy. Um, so the the entire lot, it looks like, um, I'm trying to work it out here. Is this just one? It's one purchase by, there is, you can buy all the individual albums one by one, or you can buy what appears to be hundreds and hundreds of songs. Uh, it may not be hundreds, let's be clear. Uh, I'm just trying to look for an, uh, a way of counting, but there isn't one. And it's $119 for the lot. 277 tracks. That's a very good price. 277 Beatles tracks for $119. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so if you're a massive Beatles fan and you have an Apple TV, uh, it is time to turn it on and check out the Beatles app. And, and certainly, even if you don't buy anything, uh, you kind of have to um, you kind of have to watch the Ed Sullivan show. Um, there's a there's a nine ninety nine album called Hey Jude, which has Can't Buy Me Love, Should Have Known Better, Paperback Writer, Lady Madonna, Hey Jude. Uh, there's a lot of good songs there. Geez, I'm going to play some Beatles tonight, I can tell you that, while we're editing. Uh, check it out now on your Apple TV. Uh, all you got to do is turn it on, and it'll just be there. And if it's not, maybe unplug it, turn it back on again. But it worked just straight up for me. First go. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Your Tech Life, the name of the show. My name's Trevor Long, and you can get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, which is what Steve did. Uh, Steve, and in the lovely surface paradise. G'day, mate. How are you doing? Oh, g'day. I'm great, thanks. Yeah, thank what's, you. Uh, what's happening up on the uh, on the beautiful Gold Coast? Oh, the Gold Coast, oh, it's always, it's pretty good up here in Service Paradise, I can't complain. Um, <laughs> Tough life. You know, a, bit, a bit of cloud, but, you know, nice nice temperatures, it's good quite work. good, yeah. And what can I do for you, mate? Well, look, I've, I've sort of recently launched a, a podcast. Uh, it's not um, about technology, is it, mate? It's not, not a technology <laughs> news and information or something. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't be able to compete with you. It was like going to go, <laughs> we, we were just about to go beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I've always been tuned into you guys. Oh, look, I can't do without my uh, technology, that's Get for sure. You, mate. But Get no, on. look, I've, I've sort of like uh, recently launched, a, it's, it's, I guess it's like an Australian comedy type uh, as an independent sort of, uh, you know, performer. Yep. And um, I'm just having lots of uh, dramas with the, uh, I sort of call it the iTunes University with the greatest respect, mm. but um, just having lots of technical issues for someone who really isn't that clued up to that sort of, um, that situation, you know, what, what the requirements are apart from the, the usual stuff. So, well, I mean, well, look, let, let's, I mean, half of this will be educational for other people, half will be, you know, kind of crazy for you to, Try and understand, yeah, but for sure. Let, let, sure. let me understand first and foremost. Um, yeah. You are getting, um, you've got it. You've got the audio, and you've put the audio on a server somewhere. Yes. 
Yes, I have. Yes. Hey? Yes. And uh, and have you got um, have you got an RSS or an XML file created? With those yes. with those files yeah. in, so because uh, yep. really that's all a podcast is, right? A podcast is a bunch of audio mm. sitting on a computer somewhere, a server, and then there's a single file, uh, which is an XML file, which basically says, "Hey, here's the name of a file, like the actual .mp3 name, and then here's a bunch of information about it, and then yep. uh, all these podcast apps just read that file regularly and and go from there." So, yeah, uh, you've got an XML address. Have you you submitted that to iTunes? Yeah, it's uh, it was actually submitted. Uh, Submitted and uh, or I did a couple of first attempts and I sort of had to learn. Um, I think it's called the I'm, I'm probably a bit rusty, but Feed Validator, right? And yes. So Feed Burner. Now this is it's all total brand new territory yeah, yeah, sure. for me. Um, so I had to do a lot of reading. I'm not really a reading person, but but I gave it a go. Um, and after a few rejection letters from the iTunes people, I, I eventually got it through. I went through. Am I allowed to use other people's names? Yeah. Like yeah. Buzz, or Buzzsprout. Right. Um, I used them as my host as a third party, and I got the sort of RSS uh, feed, and it was submitted, and it was accepted, and I had um, two episodes plus, a, like a, I suppose, like a jingly thing, if you want to call it that, yep. for at least a week. Very excited. So they were available in iTunes. You could see yeah, them. Yeah, the, yep, downloadable, everything fantastic, and then it just got rejected. Were they in the, the iTunes sudden. store or just in your version of iTunes? No, they're actually they're actually in the directory. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I could actually go through and I could type in my name and or I could type in the uh, belly button fluff and then there it was. I was pretty excited, you know, yeah. for someone like me, but uh, to get to, to have that happen. Um, but yeah, the rejection thing is really rejected, so, me and, I, and I'm not sure. When you say rejected, what did it just not appear anymore? Did you get an email? Yeah. Yep. I, I, I received a letter from uh, from iTunes and um, just basically a generic letter. Saying that uh, your po- your dear podcast owner, your um, podcast has been rejected, um, and go through, through some usual uh, links to, to try and find out for for troubleshooting. And of course, my my head's going around thinking, is it too explicit? Well, it is explicit, but there's mm-hmm. some swearing. Um, have I you know have I created hate or I just can't understand? And uh, and and they don't they they don't leave you any room. They just say, well, it's, it, it's either in or it's out. So I'm not really au fait with the, um, I guess, mm. with, with the rules around what it can and can't have because I do pretty yeah. simple stuff. But, you know, there is yeah. an explicit uh, uh, label you can attach to things, so it shouldn't yeah. be that because, you know, if yeah. it's labeled as, as explicit, that as, yeah. long, as long as you're putting that into your RSS, you should be fine. I'm, I'm looking at your website because you sent that through. Is there, a, is there a link to the RSS file somewhere on your, um, on your website? Um. Actually, you know, you've got me there. Um, I um, let me think. Well, it's under the. It's under the. Uh, well, basically, how I find it is, um, I don't know if there's going to be any help, but um, just Google "belly button fluff pod." Right, and that's and where you bring up the. That'll bring up the WordPress. Actually, and the reason I did WordPress is from your advice. Uh, I think probably about a year and a half ago. Right. Good mob, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so so the page is set up for that. Um, to sort of relate to it. When I have an episode, you know, we can talk about what the show notes are and stuff like that, just the usual thing. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, oh, look, I did actually get a letter, uh, sorry, an email from the guys uh, actually 10 minutes before you called tonight. Sure, what to say? Saying that they received it. And, and I might add that I had to go through lots of little hoops and jumps to actually get to, like, to fast track or fast lane type uh, inquiry. Uh-huh. And it basically said, oh, look, you know, we'll help you out. We understand, you know, we'll get it up and running. However... It just had some links there of the basic stuff which I've already looked at before I started the podcast, you know, the rules and conditions. And mm. and as far as you're things. concerned, reading the rules, mm. reading what it says, there should yeah. be no drama with your with your podcast. I, 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 yeah, look, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. And, and of course, if, if I, obviously, if, if I, if I um, need to make some adjustments, then I can easily edit um, anything that, that might have caused an issue because I'm sure. being paranoid here, but... But I just, I mean, comedy is comedy, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so just have a bit of a laugh and have some music and things like that. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna send another uh, email back to them um, later on and just sort of say, look, hey, I've actually, with respect, I've actually, I've actually done those links. So I don't have any issues with mm. updated softwares and all that sort of, you know, basic stuff. I just want to know why it got rejected. You know. Yeah, basically, you, know? you just want a, a better explanation. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's really hard to get it, Travis. Mm. It's, it's a tough. It's and someone quoted to me a couple of uh, weeks ago about, oh, mate, the iTunes University, and I, I just had a blank on that. I mean, huh? <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? Joke. Oh, he's just having a good joke, saying you've, you've got to be at the, you've got to be in the iTunes University, I think, to understand the whole, um, the whole properties of how it all works. 
Yeah, I think it's know. probably just more about um, about some simple rule and, and their, and their processes. So. Look, yeah, I, I mean, I want to get going with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. There's, I mean, if you've had contact, that's a good thing. So all I can say is, why don't you? I'll I'll get in touch with you after after we chat, and I'll send. Yeah. And if you can send me some of those pieces of contact, oh great, uh, I will I will reach out to the podcast team and yeah. ask them whether they can shed any light. Yeah, uh, and yeah. really, that, that's the that's the first and best thing we can do. I mean, oh, the, the thing to remember though is, as much as yes, I know we've we've got to get it going in iTunes. Uh, mm. iTunes isn't the be all and end all. You know, as long as you you continue, you, number one thing you need to do is you need to get the XML address. Mm. So if you're using Buzzsprout, then it'll be buzzsprout dot com forward slash something something yep. something something dot XML. You need that address listed yep. on your website. So that okay. people can copy and paste that into iTunes themselves and subscribe on their own without it being in the store. Um, people, okay. can add, people, people can add it to apps and different things. So, you know, just being in the uh-huh. iTunes store, while it's important, mm. doesn't mean you're not podcasting. Right. See, that, mm-hmm. this is where I'm deficient with, you know, the whole RSS is such a, a new uh, area for me. Um, yep. I understand exactly what you're saying. So, so, and you're right, because there was another company also, um, Podomatic, Yes, I've, I've come across, and That's uh, right. apparently they're number two in, in the ratings in yeah. terms of look. They're number context. two in the ratings, but let me be very clear oh, with you: yeah. you need to you need to get in the iTunes store. Yeah, <laughs> um, 90, yeah 97 yeah, percent yeah. of my downloads come through the iTunes store, yeah. um, and as much as I'm happy to put stuff out here and there, yeah. uh, frankly, if I if I did everything except iTunes, I'd have three percent of the listeners I have today. So oh, yeah, that's not that's what right, I want. Yeah. <laughs> and that, so. and that's, that, that's exactly, and that's why I discovered you, you as well because of that whole, you know, the the content, and the ratings, yeah, yeah, exactly. and, and the hype, and, and 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 the topic that I love. You know. Yeah, sure. But, All right. Well, um, look, if you um you stay there, I'll, I'll get yeah. you the details, and you can send those contacts to me, and we'll see okay. how we go, and see if we can get it resolved for you. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks so All much. Right. I love you. Love your show, mate. It's good, awesome. Good on you, mate. And thanks for getting in touch. And you can you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website EFTM. .com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech, Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for downloading. You can uh, follow me on uh, the uh, Twitter. The Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Uh, or, of course, you could um, Facebook as well. Trevor Long there. Um, where else? There's the website. Yeah. EFTM.com.au. Uh, you can call 1-800-157-157. Lots of great ways to get in touch. Love to hear from you. Great chatting to people about technology in their lives and, and trying to bring you some of the cool things that are happening in technology. But I can't do it without you. So if you've got a question, a problem, or anything about technology, do get in touch. Just um, go to the website, EFTM.com.au. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you next week. 